0: Throughout my adult life, my focus has been on making the world a more beautiful place. Initially, I pursued this goal as a hairstylist, working on the external appearance of individuals to make them feel more beautiful. However, I wanted more, so I began to shift my focus to helping people make better choices and achieve greater beauty from within. As a Transformational Life Coach, I specialize in helping you identify and change the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Join me each week as we discuss, interview, teach, and explore the fundamental principles of healthy relationships. Welcome to Conscious Conversations with Louisa. In today's episode of Conscious Conversations with Louisa, I'm speaking with Michael Lumen. Hello everyone, I am Louisa Yovanovich and we are here with Michael Lumen. I am so excited to highlight you today because I've actually taken the time to get to know you and I think you are a remarkable man with some remarkable skills and I've put them to test myself so I know that it works. So Michael. Yes. Share a little bit about yourself. How did this talent, skill, gift show up for you? As a matter of fact, let's talk about what it is.
1: Where would you like me to start? Do you want me to start with my healing experience? Yes. All right. In 2015, I had just had a back surgery. I re-herniated the same disc three weeks later, only to find out I had torn labrums and bilateral impingements in both hips. I'd been in pain with this particular thing for like two and a half years. I was pretty much done being in pain. The hip surgeon wanted me to do my back again and then get in shape for six months to a year before he could do my hips. I was done with doctor's appointments. I was done being in pain. In a moment of if, feeling as if I was out of options, I went out of town. I hiked up to the Deschutes River. I put all my pain in a rock, threw the rock in the river and had a instant healing experience. Like one moment I had all these things, the next moment I didn't. I believe that. So do I. I have. So the reason
0: I said start with that first is because I wanted to rewind back. Have you ever had anything like that happen before where you're like, you make a decision and there it is, the the transformation happens?
1: Well, I mean, my my addiction was kind of the same. I was addicted to drugs for 10 years. I spent two years in prison. Once I made the choice to stop using, I never used again.
0: What is the threshold of the the moment that, you know, we all want to go, oh yeah, I made it. I'm going to make a decision and I'm never going to have sugar again. So what, what is that game changing next level moment? Because let me tell you, I've said, I'm not going to have sugar and I'm having
1: sugar. Well, just because somebody says something doesn't mean they mean it. Once you mean it, or once you make the choice, then it just is. Mm -hmm. And then you no longer have to question it.
0: You don't have to question it. Yet that moment comes where it's presented in front of you. And are you saying that, that like, no, I'll never do drugs again. It doesn't even just like some, someone said to me once, I said, I don't know how someone could be a vegetarian. I can't imagine not eating meat. She goes, well, I can't imagine eating my steering wheel. To me, that meat looks like a steering wheel. I
1: don't picture it. Well, once we make the choice, then the perspective perspective shifts. But you have to, so many other things happened in that moment when my healing experience was instant. Like what? Well, one moment I looked back and I saw all the things in my life that I wanted to change. Okay. I wish I hadn't injured myself when I was 15. I wish I would have been able to go to college and play athletics. I wish I would have not gone to prison. I wish I wasn't addicted to drugs. All that stuff I wanted to change. The next moment, I didn't want to change anything. Mm, That's the magic. In that moment, I not only had a change physically, but I had a change of heart. I, in that moment, became the person who I always wanted to be. But didn't think I had the choice to be. So really, healing is just a second chance to be of more, be more of who we are. Which
0: one of the things you said that was the most important for me is not regretting anything to that made us who we are. Right.
1: Like I wanted to change everything thinking that I could be different. Instead of realizing that everything that had happened actually put me in a position to be who I am. Right. Through that experience, I found I could focus my intention on others, and they've been able to heal instantly as well. Had I not experienced all the pain, I might not have been able to have the compassion or the understanding or the gratitude or the ability or the gift or whatever you want to call that to help other people step out of what they are having.
0: So I've been doing this course called the Silva Method of Mind Control, where you, you I'm being learning how to possibly do what you've been able to do. Is that something you learned or you just one day were like, I wonder if I could try this
1: on someone else? Well, here's the thing. I'm not trying things on other people. I'm really just being an example of possibility for people. Mm-hmm. I've always been an example for people. There were times I probably wasn't the greatest of examples because when I was the example are. What, were, what I was the example of wasn't very, let's say, in everybody's best interest, right? So right after my healing experience, I wanted to figure, figure it all out. So I immersed myself in the energy world. Most of the people that I came across in the energy world hadn't had instant healing experiences. I didn't quite have the confidence in the beginning to just be that for people. So I started doing what other people were doing to help people heal, Mm. like pushing energy and pulling energy and going back in time and changing stuff. So one of the first women that I helped, she couldn't lift her arms above like right here. Right. So I went back and cleared stuff up like when she was three and then when she was five and then when she was nine and then all of a sudden her arms started working. But really what I was doing was building enough amplitude in the experience that whatever the fear was that was preventing her from using her arms, all of a sudden went away.
0: So would you say it was her needing to feel trust built in order for her to hold space for that?
1: She just needed an example that was greater than all the fears she had. If love is the example you have to hold enough love so the other person chooses to love themselves again i love that one of the
0: things that i felt with you last week which was every bit including myself i was blown away that i had a cold for two full days and it was like a horrible one and it after our sessions which always fascinates me because somehow you reach out to me when i need you and It's not often that I need something, but you tend to know and send me a message going, how are you? And I'm like, how do you know?
1: (laughs) Well, you really don't need anything but a reminder that you are already perfected. Well, I was fascinated
0: to be that sick and to have it be gone in two days. Yeah, it was really and I kept having to remind myself to be in the space that you're holding of because like my head goes, well, you can't. Go work out, you're sick. You can't go do this, you're sick. I was like, but I'm telling myself I'm sick. I don't want to tell myself I'm sick.
1: Anything outside of perfection isn't really ours.
0: How does that roll into every area of life? Like, are you able to take knowing this? Because let me tell you, I know you know this without a shadow of a doubt. Like I we we're clear on that. How does this knowingness work in every area of your life?
1: Well it should be able to work in all areas. It's sometimes difficult to apply it in all areas. But the more I step outside of myself, the easier it becomes. The more I let go of all the things that are holding me back, the easier it becomes. Again, I am the only person that's holding me back. Absolutely. Just like I was the only person that was keeping myself in pain. The pain wasn't really mine. The pain's all been accounted for. We don't think we have a choice. I thought that since I've had seven right knee surgeries, two left knee surgeries, two broken ankles, a torn quad, two torn hamstrings, that that is the reality that I had to live in. That because I already experienced those things, I had to continue to experience those. Just like I'd been in back pain and hip pain for two and a half years. I thought the only option was to have surgery to let that go. I didn't realize until I let go of the rock that I could just let it go. In that moment was the moment I realized that it wasn't even mine. Right. That's huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah.
0: And so when you get, or do you get ever like a pain that you instantly shift now because you get it?
1: Yeah. I get pains all the time. So my back and my hips healed instantly my knee that I've had the seven surgeries on was fine until I chose to start running again. Okay. Like I went and ran a half marathon without training because I knew I could do it. Then I was like, Oh, I'm going to start running now. Then every once in a while, my knees started hurting. I allowed that little bit of hurt to be a reminder that, Oh, you've had seven surgeries. You shouldn't run. Mm-hmm. Had I not had the surgeries the reminder would have been different. It might've been, oh, you're running a little too fast or you need to stretch more or whatever that is. But since I already had something to attach it to, I had to practice then letting that go as well. It doesn't matter if I've had 10 surgeries. Right. It's no different than if somebody steps off the sidewalk and twists their ankle. The moment they, they twist the ankle is the moment they can let it go. Right, But they have to let go of stepping off the sidewalk. They have to forgive themselves for doing that. They have to know that it doesn't matter. But I've helped people that have broken bones in the next moment. They don't. Because if the, if the present moment is greater than their perception of the past, the present moment becomes the truth.
0: I'm fascinated with, like, I know when my daughter broke her, dislocated her elbow, she walked across the gym, seven years old, not crying, not in trauma, just walking, came over to me and she said, I think I broke my elbow. And I was like, there's no way she could have broken her elbow. She's cool as a cucumber. It fascinates me the level of how people, we can hold on to things and experience things. And some people go into complete trauma and some people could just be like, I think I broke my elbow.
1: A lot of it is based off of past experiences.
0: So when you want to talk about your masterminds, that you host a room with a lot of people and help a lot of people. How does that work? What have you been doing in that
1: space? Well, so I have a healing group that meets three days a week. Okay. In that group, I share information on how to make healing easier or how we can step into being our greatest selves. I also focus on people and allow them to experience that in the moment. All the information in the world will not overcome something that happens unless they have a greater experience.
0: Correct. What Just is- like
1: If you say I have a migraine, uh-huh. the only thing that matters is that you no longer have one. I could tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't have a migraine. Unless you experience no migraine, you might continue to assume that you should have one. When I focus on people, I hold the perfection until they realize they were already perfect.
0: What do you think it is that people are avoiding by choosing to want to hold on to their pain? Because let me tell you, you've met my mom.
1: Yeah. Well, they're avoiding that they have a choice. They're stuck in in cause and effect instead of understanding that they can cause an effect.
0: Where would be the first place somebody would start in By
1: starting to have greater experiences. That's why it's much easier when somebody else is participating in your healing experience so they can hold the knowing and then point out to the other person what they've forgotten. Just like in the beginning, I thought I had to feel your pain to help you with your pain. But then there was just two people feeling the pain. Now I hold on to the knowing that you don't need to be in pain and then point out that you're not in pain. So that you know that you can overcome it. gold. Yeah. Just like I had a woman that couldn't eat food. She was 60 years old and down to three foods she could eat. I focused on her. Well, first, it wouldn't do me any good to tell her all the things that she needed to do. Because in 60 years, she's tried everything. The only thing that would matter for her is to show her that her stomach is no longer bad. So I focused on her. I said, go make something you haven't been able to eat in the past. She made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She took a bite and realized her stomach was better. Now she eats whatever she wants. Had she not taken the bite, she wouldn't have realized. When she was making the sandwich, she didn't think about eating the sandwich. She just made the sandwich, took a bite and realized her stomach was better. Her stomach was better for five minutes before she took the bite. The bite just is what helped her to know it. Right. Just like if somebody says I'm depressed and I focus on them and then they're feeling happy, they better go do happy things. Correct. Or they'll convince themselves that they must still be depressed.
0: You know, one of the areas I feel like I got this was when I had children, I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's my plan. I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to make all the money I need to make right now. So when they're older... I will have time and money to spend with them. Well, I did it backwards because what I needed to do was create, my intention was to be with my children, not the money. I didn't expect to get divorced and have to start all over again when they're teenagers and miss out on all those years with them. So what I changed was where I started. Like my intention now is to be with my kids, not making money. And money became, How I get to be with my kids. And so money shows up in the middle.
1: Healing is a shift in perspective. Mm -hmm. When we're being who we are, everything else falls into place. Exactly. It's not about the doing. You don't do health. You be health. Right. You don't do healing. You just be healed. We are perfected. We are perfected beings. It's already happened. It's up to us to be perfect over everything else.
0: How do you remind yourself of that? Is that? I, and I remember us talking and I remember you saying that. And then I felt like I needed to keep saying it to myself. And then you said, it's not something you have to keep saying to yourself. So how do you remember that when it's not our natural space?
1: By knowing that each moment is its own moment to be whatever we create it to be. And that anything outside of perfection isn't me; it's my perception.
0: Hmm, how does this work with parenting? Of seeing our children that they're their own entity, they are perfect, and how do we guide along with allow?
1: By being the example. Just like if your daughter falls and hurts her knee, and you're panicking, there's no example. Right. If you're trying to fix them, there's no example that they're already fixed. It's the same with everything. Healing is just the one thing I focus in because it's the one thing that's easy to show people. Which is a huge gift because look at how many
0: lives get changed of how many people have been holding on for dear life to their pain.
1: Yeah, it's not their pain. It's just pain. Mm -hmm. The moment I let it go is the moment I realized it wasn't mine. But also the moment I had that experience was really the moment that I remembered so many things.
0: What was one of those memories in that moment?
1: That were capable of overcoming all of it. I mean, right after my healing experience, I was able to bend stems, charge my cell phone in my hand, like do all, these, all this stuff, right? That the moment before, I probably wouldn't have thought possible. Right. Or but- that it doesn't matter where somebody is. I help people all over the world. Sometimes I don't even see them. They just send me a message and I just say, okay, be still and have an experience. Right? It reminded me how connected we are to everything.
0: Right. And it works the opposite too, right? Like when we're thinking of negative things, then we're attracting that energy
1: and frequency. Because isn't well, it? All- I wouldn't say that we're attracting as much as we're just being it. Like you don't need to attract negativity. If you're negative, that's just what you're being in the moment.
0: Mm -hmm. So how do you go from when somebody's enrolled in the story of they're ill, not only just changing their perspective of where they're at, but allowing other people to see them as healthy also, because we enroll other people into where something's wrong with us.
1: The the easiest way, the most effective way is just to show them and then let them choose how they want to be moving forward. I had a client who was absolutely
0: not going to come see me because she she said, there's no way I could have been healthy in two days.
1: Yeah. You just have to show them health. But really, you're just empowering people to be more of who they are. Like healing, it should be the simplest of things. It's just a return to ourselves. There's only harmony and a little less harmony, balance and a little less balance. The disharmony is just a reminder that we're not ourselves. It's not who we are. Let's say Cancer is just a reminder that there's disharmony. It's not who we are. Those cells just forgot that they're part of the whole. They think the only way to survive is to participate outside of balance, but they can come right back into balance. Just like the darkness is just light that's forgotten it is love. Love is all possibilities. Like love is perfection. Right. So when I'm focusing on people now, I'm really not focusing anything specific, let's say, other than holding that space of unconditional love, of perfection, and then pointing out to them how perfect they are. And that's what I'm
0: saying is so powerful, because one, obviously, it's working, and it's real, and it's in effect. I remember Saying to a gentleman who was speaking, I said, wow, what you said really landed. I felt I related to it. He said, when I speak, that's where I come from, that people are able to relate to what I'm saying. And that's what he was holding space for. And as people were experiencing him, that's what was coming.
1: You'll find though sometimes it's not what the person's saying as much as who they are being in those moments. Well, I believe that we really all know our gifts. Yes. Like when I do an event, let's say I'm speaking to 25 people, I'm saying the same thing. They might message me back afterwards and tell me something totally different than what I said. Absolutely. Because when I'm being present, I'm speaking from the heart and the heart is where healing happens. So it's not as much what I'm saying is that I'm just being present and saying whatever needs to be said. Absolutely. If they're healing or if they're hearing with their heart, they will hear what they need to hear. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so let's talk about consciousness. Sometimes we wake up to what you're saying. It makes complete sense. And we're like, I get it. And then we fall asleep to it and it does not register. And then there are times where it's like deja vu. I re-get what I've gotten before and feel like it's the first time and realize this is a familiar feeling that I've experienced again.
1: Well, everything that is the truth should feel familiar. But why does it's it- like in that moment, I remembered that I was a perfected being. I remembered I was unlimited potential. I remember I was all those things. I was just convincing myself that I wasn't. But- I thought that I was broken. Right. Right. So I, I don't fix broken people. I help empower perfected people to see the perfection.
0: Absolutely. I remember coming into transformation work, wondering how, well, really trying to fix myself. Yeah. And what I discovered was that it wasn't broken. Right. I had no idea there was nothing wrong with me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I started to look for what was right with me.
1: Just like you weren't sick, you just thought that sickness was the only option you had. Right. And, and you based it off of the last time you were sick and the last time you were sick, or the times that everybody else was sick, because there is a group consciousness to all of it, too. Right. It's I like saw a broken and- bone. It doesn't have to take six weeks to heal. But if you broke a bone the last time and it took six weeks, and the doctor tells you it takes six weeks, and all the other people you know's bones took six weeks, then you have to step outside of that story. What's the fastest you've seen someone heal from a broken bone? Well, everything always heals instantly. But I had a woman that dropped a hundred pound weight on her toe and her big toe and broke it into 50 places. I focused on her and she was walking around the next day. I had an 18 year old boy that had torn all the ligaments in his ankle and he was supposed to have surgery the next week. I focused on him and he started playing soccer.
0: I just realized I need to connect you with someone. A girlfriend of mine was in Thailand and she was holding her phone in one hand and an apple in the other, trying to take a selfie with an elephant and the elephant trunk got a hold of her hand. And luckily the person who works there was able to say a command and it released it, but totally got a hold of her hand. I can help know. I just realized I was like, wait, we need support here. But it was amazing because to, to think what happens in that moment when your hand is in the elephant's trunk and she there's because there was video footage, you could watch her blacking out. And I was like, oh, my God, that is crazy. But thank God she still
1: has her hand. Well, we're always trying to overcome our perception of trauma when the love is greater than the trauma, it just switches or transmutes or becomes something different.
0: But you've got to be in a i I keep saying trust and and bl-
1: like a space where you could actually accept that if you're doing it on your own, yes. I help people get into that space by being that space. And I create amplitude so they can let it go.
0: I agree. I've seen you do it. I know. yes, like and yeah. i and I watch myself struggle as it's happening. I'm like, there's parts of me that are struggling, but so wanting to step into it that after a couple times of seeing it, you start doing mm-hmm. it faster. Yeah.
1: Again, I just empower people. My life experiences have put me in a position to generate a lot of amplitude for people. <laughs> I've experienced all the pain. I've experienced all the heartache. I've gone through all the struggles, but that just allows me to have enough compassion and gratitude and understanding and love or whatever that is, so that people don't have to continue experiencing those same things. Any moment, we can have a greater experience. Absolutely. Right? Had I just had my own healing experience and not started helping people, it might not have lasted. Because seven years later, I might have started questioning whether that was what happened or not. Right. Right. I no longer question if I healed instantly because I've helped so many other people have instant healing experiences. So I continue to know that it's the truth. And if somebody's blessed with an amazing experience, they better share it with others or they will start to think it wasn't amazing. Absolutely. Not that it's a requirement, let's say, from God to share it, but it's a requirement for ourselves to be it. You have to be the new level of awareness or Absolutely. the new level of consciousness.
0: So when your kids get hurt, do they run to you with, I need you to focus. Well,
1: kids are interesting because sometimes they want to figure it out on their own. Like right when they're hurting, they're not necessarily in a position because they're still working to get to that point. Once they've calmed down, yes, they usually will come to me. I'm fascinated with
0: children. And and the way we are with our parents, the way our children are with us, the the entire circle of the insisting upon how we think we're going to do it. Yeah. How do you people connect with you? How do they get a hold of you?
1: Well, they can either go to my website, which is my name, Michael, M-I-K-A-E-L-D-Lumen, L-U-M-A-N dot com or they can find me on Facebook and send me a message on Messenger. Excellent. I also, I should tell you, not only do I have my group healing class, I, I do teach a class on how to do exactly what I'm doing and be the example in other people's healing experience. It's not that difficult.
0: That is excellent. So what would you like to leave people with like today? What, what should
1: they? I think the most important for people to realize is that it really doesn't matter what something is, the next moment it can be something totally different. The past does not necessarily matter. The only thing that matters is the present moment. And Healing is just a second chance to, like I said before, healing is a second chance to be more of who you are. Who you are is a perfected being. It doesn't matter if you've broken your ankle or told a lie or hurt somebody's feelings, or whatever it is that you hold yourself accountable for, the next moment you can be greater than all of that.
0: Do you know one of my favorite and most amazing experiences was to experience someone similar to how you are? Is he only sees greatness, and I always feel like when I'm in his presence, I'm always doing better because he doesn't see any less. Yeah, it's just the space that he holds for greatness, and he. I believe builds leaders because he doesn't see anything but greatness. You almost can't even say you're not great because it just like
1: repels. Yeah. Well, once I shifted from thinking I was fixing people to just empowering people, it just became so much easier. Absolutely.
0: And that's, there's so many nuggets from what you shared today that Literally, somebody could be sitting down, writing it down, and any time, go to, in a moment, shift, in a moment, new opportunity, in a moment, create, and just go back to love, go back to, like, who we really, really are.
1: Yes. We were created with love, unconditional love, so we are love.
0: Right. And and being love has other people show up as love around us.
1: Yes. Being love reminds them that they are love as well.
0: Right. I mean, I have so many people who are constantly asking what my secret is to having such beautiful people in my life. And I was like, that's an interesting question (laughs) because you show up with wanting to be, be love and, and hold space for, other people to feel cared for who wouldn't want to be in that space. I am super grateful for you. I'm grateful that you healed. I'm grateful that you share. I'm grateful that you make a difference and I'm very grateful you're in my life.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm grateful for you too.
0: Thank you. And I'm so happy we did this because there's so many lives that get to, to change and really live in, healthy, happy, peaceful places in a moment. Yeah.
1: The only way to change the world is to be the change or to be the example. Mm -hmm. And to see people as already perfected.
0: Right. We are going to leave everyone with that because it is powerful and it is fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Have a great day, everyone. Oh, oh,